Welcome to Tig's Bits. It's just Blasey and me on here tonight. We're going to be talking about the Pen Gaming ESPN partnership with that whole new ESPN bet deal. Uh, Dave Portnoy regaining 100% control back of Barstool. And the latest in the shock jock world. And of course, we've got to get Blasey's takes on last week's show about UFOs. So let's get into it. Yeah, Blasey, it's good to have you back in yeah, studio brother. this week, man. Uh, happy to get into it. Of course, we're missing JR tonight. JR is, he is not having fun. I assure you, he would rather be on here recording with us and going forward. Dude had a, had a hot water heater bust in his house and flood all of his tiles. He's been having to deal with that oh, stuff it, every day. It so. ruined it busted in the walls, uh, too. So it's like the walls <laughs> going to the floor. You saw those pictures. It's crazy. Man. Yeah, it's terrible, he's got dude. A mess. Yeah. He's got a mess. He really does. He really does. So needless to say, no handler this week. He will be missed, but the show must go on. So, um, man, we're going to talk about some stuff. I know that uh, uh, you may not be as familiar with it, but you you understand the circumstances, Chad. Um, today, just today, Penn Gaming, who owns, in Louisiana, owns the LaBerge Casinos. They, there's other casinos, I believe, that are that are Penn Gaming ones as well uh, in Shreveport and Bossier. But they, uh, they own LaBerge here in Baton Rouge, one in Lake Charles. They had acquired Barstool Sports two or three years ago. I can't remember exactly when it was, but what not too not too long ago. They took that brand, they put in sports books, labeled them or, or branded them as uh, Barstool Sports, all of that stuff. Dave Portnoy being a part of that. So Penn has reached an agreement with ESPN to move basically all of their branding sports stuff over to them to the ESPN brand which wow that's yeah. going to be huge that's ESPN crazy. bet is what it's going to be called um wow just dominating. so that partnership I, absolutely Dave Portnoy who I think more importantly is the one <laughs> In this deal, he's the one who comes out of this thing smelling like roses. He gets Barstool Sports back. He made $500 million on this transaction. <laughs> he gets it back for nothing, and he has full control over his brand again. And, uh, and you know, that brand, controversial at times, for sure, the way that they, uh, you know, kind of got famous and all of that good stuff. But, oh, yeah. man, it's going to be crazy. It's uh, no, it's gonna be, it's gonna be real crazy, man. That's uh, you know, one of the first things I think about, you know, and I, I guess it really doesn't matter now because everything's off the table here. But you know, ESPN owns basically every bowl game except for like a couple, right? So now they, yeah, the, Disney, the, the the organization that owns all the bowl games now also has a gambling site. But now you've got NIL, you've got all this other stuff. I guess that just kind of opened the floodgates to do whatever you want to do and however you want to do it. I'm under the opinion, like, I'll be honest with you. I mean, we'll get back to that, but dude, I think if you're an athlete and you want to bet on yourself to win, who cares? Like, as long as you're not betting yeah. on yourself to lose, like, isn't that the saying in life? <laughs> I bet on myself. Well, let you, a boxer does it all the time, puts his purse on himself and goes out there. Hey, if I lose the fight, I'm losing all my money too. So who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't know, but, 
that's crazy. I mean, that's crazy it, for sure. It, it is. It, well, it's crazy how sports is now, you know, all, all these years, the whole stigma of betting, sports betting, all that, athletes can't do it. They're still not supposed to do it, at least not in their sport. I don't know all of their rules and all that, but they're not, you know, I know they're not supposed to be to be doing that that's something that's come up just in listening to early fall camp things that they're talking about just here in baton rouge here at lsu you know with uh with with don't even have those apps on the phone on your phone kind of stuff you know just don't even don't even make it hard they they can track you the casinos can track the players they can see their activities because it has geo fencing and all that stuff you know like it's insane what all is happening, but sports is just becoming a big gambling business. That's all that it is turning into, I guess, because it, I don't guess. I know it's because it's the only way that they can continue to make money, that they can continue to stay open, they can continue to stay alive and to be able to keep it going because it, when it comes down to butts in the seats, people watching on you can only do TV so much of that. and all that. You've got to drive revenue and find growth so, somewhere else, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But man, what is it going to do to sports? You're not going to hear this on sports talk radio. You're not going to because guess who funds sports talk radio? All there of these gambling sites. I mean, you're not going to yep. hear them start to bash all of that stuff. But dude, I'm telling you right now, gambling and all of this stuff, this kind of deal is going to absolutely ruin all sports it's going to ruin kids that are in college it already is the whole nil deal we're not going to get into all of that but dude this is not i mean i don't think this is a good thing whatsoever for sports as a whole mark this day remember the day that espn got involved in legal gambling a company that controls the way that you consume sports now is going to try to attract you to start to bet on the same sports and you're fooling your damn self if you don't think they're going to be involved in the outcome of said sport Absolutely they are, man. A hundred percent they are. I mean, you've got full control. You're already running, you know, like we talked about, even in college football, collegiate sports, they're running the, the whole bowl system. They own it all. Hey, as a group of five guys, a Troy fan, like, so for me, it's great because of like ESPN plus and everything they're doing there. I can watch yeah. every single game. So I appreciate what they're doing to a certain level. But now you start to wonder like what's happening to college football as we know it. And at the, at the largest level, it's turned it's turned into a full pro game almost. And like traditional college football, this is a whole other conversation to me though. Is still found at the group of five schools a little bit because there there's stuff going on, but not at that level. You know what I mean? There's smaller deals. Right. Somebody maybe doing something with a mattress store down the road, and they're getting three or four hundred bucks a month, which is fine. But dude, these you know people making two, three, four, five, six, eight million dollars a year in NIL, oh, and then yeah. now you've got legalized gambling from the same people that run the bowl games that's going to be how do you police it how do you police it that's that's (laughs) the issue that's the issue and something something's got to be done i know the ncaa is just terrified you know they don't they they don't want to do anything yeah they should be i mean i i you know, and all of this, and you still can't get freaking Pete Rose into the Hall of Fame, for God's sakes. But, I mean, Major League Baseball, 
I look, I have the MLB package. I love I love baseball, especially this time of year whenever divisions are are starting to be decided, playoff, wild cards, all that stuff starting to turn, you know, I love this time of year in baseball. Dude, they cram that crap down your throat on there too. Everything is turned into spreads, lines, over/unders, all of that stuff. And look, I mean, I'm not knocking anybody who wants to have a little action on a game. Not, not at all. I get no. it. Whatever. But, yeah. but it's it's basically what? just going. To, I mean, it's just teaching. It's teaching the young folks the wrong thing, the wrong way. I sound like a boomer over here. I don't really care. I'm just. I'm not. I don't think that gambling and sports. They spent all these years, all this time to label it is so bad and it can't be done and then all of a sudden oh the hell it can't be done yeah yeah yeah. here it is welcome aboard we love this stuff man we should have open gambling they should be able to bet on themselves in game go to the referee you know call a timeout go place a bet at the damn midcourt with some i mean you know what what, where's this end where does this end it's crazy you know you brought up pete rose man i mean that's just such a shame you know what i mean like i understand he did what he did was not right but dude there's nothing to prove that he all he and he he still states to this day all he did was bet on himself to win and it's like this guy's been just absolutely banished from baseball all these other people have done so much and here this cat is and now you're looking now espn's running the whole thing it's a whole gambling (laughs) match and then pete's still sitting out there on the outside scrambling doing autographs in malls you know trying to keep his head above water when he should have been doing way more in baseball. Anyway, that's another conversation. But I did get to meet Pete Rose one time. Oh, nice. Charlie Hustle, baby. Oh, I dang sure did. He was so cool. I'll tell you a real quick story on Pete. So I went to a Cincinnati Reds game. He was managing and playing at the time. I'm there with my sister's boyfriend who's from um, Cincinnati, right across the river, Bellevue, Kentucky. And so – we go to the game. Well, he's friends with Barry Larkin's girlfriend. So okay. we had pretty cool tickets. We sat with Barry Larkin's girlfriend, which was awesome. Well, we're leaving the game. I thought we were leaving the stadium, and then we ended up in the tunnel right outside the locker room. Dude, I got to meet Eric Davis, Jose Rijo, um, Barry Larkin. Um, oh, who else was it? Pete Rose. Um, man, just basically the entire team. They spent time wow. with me. Well, Pete Rose comes out. He's the last one. I hadn't met him yet. And big big time fan he was still chasing ty cobb's record at the time he t- comes out of the out of the locker room turns right and he's gone he's like a, i mean probably 50 75 yards away and she yells at him hey pete calls him back down they walks back down there says i want you to meet somebody and dude he could have just been cool he was like nice to meet you young man you know here's my autograph y'all have a good day yeah. dude, he stopped everything he was doing he spent about 10 minutes with me sitting there talking about baseball Wow. Dude, huge Pete Rose guy. You know what I mean? Just for yeah, that alone to do, that's take cool. that much time. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. So, anyway, there's my <laughs> Pete story. You said Pete. That kind of strikes a nerve. I'm a, I'm a yeah, big Pete Rose man. guy. I never knew that. <laughs> All these years I've known you, you've never told, you never told me the Pete Rose story. That's freaking awesome, dude. Wow. Yeah. Holy cow. Yep. Charlie freaking hustle, man. Charlie yeah, hustle. Man. But yeah, I mean, it is crazy. Kind of wrap this up with, with the ESPN deal. Um, but. It, it what will happen you know what's going to happen 10 years from now 15 years from now you, you they're the first 
but you know CBS is going to get involved with freaking Caesars, and you know NBC will align with uh with MGM or whatever. You know, I mean, there this this just this is the beginning of the way that the sports model is going to be in the 2020s and 2030s. Which is maybe the Pac-12 becomes just a big gambling organization, (laughs) (laughs) and they'll just pull in all types of teams. They're down to what two teams, four teams. I think they're down to the Pac-4, and they're already talking about uh, what is it, Cal and Stanford going somewhere. The ACC, yeah, the ACC had meetings yesterday or today or sometime talking about bringing them into the Pac-2. Oh, that's that is a you need to have a daily podcasts on the evolvings of that whole that whole situation because yeah it's 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 ever evolving it's going to be evolving while the football season is happening which is going to be <laughs> something to behold so anyhow wrapping up that with the ESPN deal the the thing i'm most happy about in this transaction is dave portnoy regaining 100% control of barstool God knows what will be coming out from that. Are there any shows that you watch uh, on Barstool? You know, you've got Pardon, Pardon, not Pardon the Interruption, Pardon My Take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pardon, pardon well, the Interruption. Well, dude, that show sucks. Speaking of yeah, ESPN. It, 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 it's, yeah. I, I, just no comment. It's like my mama told me, right? You know, you ain't got nothing good to say. Just don't say nothing at all. So I'll move on on that one. But, uh. But no, dude. So you know, I thought I started with Barstool a long time ago. They were just a simple app on your phone, and or you know, or just a website or app. I, I can't remember which one, but it was very simple. It yeah. was just news, little stories, and then their little takes on everything. And it was so good. It was just a couple very chicks in bikinis. You know. Yeah, they throw that in there as well. But dude, it was Stuff just so boys. simple and so cool. The- yeah, it was like it was like the Man Show developed a. Uh, a sports talk, sports you know, app. Yeah, app. Yeah. yeah, that was that's, that's, that's really what it was. So. But, you know, so, but since then it's evolved so much, you know, in so many different yeah. directions, you know, your pizza reviews, those are always still cool. And then, but that busting with the boys, that little podcast is really good, man. Like I, I really enjoy yeah. that one when I'm sitting around doing computer work, I'll put that one on and, and watch it a lot. So, uh, but yeah, man, that's cool. I mean, good for him. He's got his creative control back. He's got full autonomy to do what he wants to do. And, man, you know, let him do it. Man. Oh, you man. Know what I mean, it, the, hand, the, the handcuffs are off, and he's back. <laughs> it's about like when, uh, um, oh, dang, uh, out of Atlanta, Decatur, uh, the rap group, uh, Wheels of Steel, keep me going. I'm, I'm one away. You're losing me wheels of steel tell me how you feel <laughs> who is that man i have never heard that song i'm sorry miss jackson oh outcast okay fun. yeah yeah thank you well i mean outcast. okay outcast miss <laughs> yeah. johnson uh yeah. wheels outcast. of steel i don't know that one yeah yeah wheels of steel anyway so dude when they Check finally got where they could kind of get their own creative control back and started doing their thing that's when they hey let's let's have fun again you know what i mean so it's the same yeah, thing yeah. you know they got kind of trapped into something and then like, finally they got released yeah from that they started making great music. So, yeah, I love Outcast. Oh, there's no tell. I mean, here's what I think will happen with Portnoy. Either they're just going to go balls to the wall, hardcore, you know, get back to their roots kind of deal, P- 
piss a bunch of people off, do a bunch of controversial things, be a lot of fun to watch, or he'll be dead within a year. One of the, I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of in between. I'm pulling for the former, not the latter, for the record. Yeah, for sure. Because uh, I mean, where else will we know to eat good pizza? If you can't have El Presidente let you know where to go, because um, he's just proven over the years to be extremely trustworthy and a great stand-up guy. Uh, I'm and I'm ninety-nine percent <laughs> sure my pizza consumption since that show has increased by a minimum of twenty percent. So the whole pizza industry owes him so much, you know. Because they I'll really do, that, I, and I'll start thinking about pizza, and I'm like, oh man, I really want some pizza, you know. Makes you just like, yeah, I want to go get some craft pizza oh, somewhere. Not just, really you know. Pizza. But I can tell you one pizza not to get. The one bite everybody knows the rules. Frozen pizza that you can pick pick up at Walmart and other fine establishments. Don't waste your time and or money on that. I think Dave would even tell you that. He quit pimping that after about a month. And I haven't seen it in a while. They may have quit making it. It was terrible. I, I did it. try it. I didn't try you know, that. you can sell a pizza one time, but can you sell it again? That's the biggest deal. And I've yet to find any frozen pizza that I will keep coming back to. Um, they don't exist. But no, you know, it's so, just, yeah. it, feel, it feels a void. It's okay. I do like the croissant DiGiorno pizza, that croissant uh little thing like you know because it's a frozen pizza. DiGiorno like has some, they're the, yeah. right, right. Yeah. They're, it's edible. It's it edible. It's but look, Blasey, this is your specialty. This is your time to shine. What is the latest in the shock jock world of the likes of Bubba the Love Sponge, uh, Mike Kalka or whatever? Calta, Calta. Yeah, Mike Calta. Yeah, he, he dropped the cow head. Calta. Uh, uh, what's the latest with these guys? Man, it's crazy. So it's funny. Yesterday, there's a guy. His name's Tuttle, T-U-D-D-L-E. He's got his, you know, you can follow him on Twitter. He does a little podcast and stuff. Well, Tuttle used to be on Bubba Love Sponge as kind of a, you know, uh, uh, I, I forget the term, but like he would he would have him out doing crazy stunts. He was kind of a stunt guy, you know what I mean? And so, but he hadn't been with the show in a while, but he tweeted something that said, you know, Tampa Radio versus Orlando, you know, you should never push and shove people. You should never treat people that way and i was like i don't know what tuttle's talking about i couldn't find any reference point well then today a video surfaces of bubba the love sponge nemesis mike calta in a restaurant looks to be at some sort of a meet and greet and there's a lady sitting probably three three and a half feet in front of him recording him as he's talking with her phone and he starts yelling at her or telling her at the time to stop recording, right? So, yeah. and she's like, you know, he was like, why are you recording me? You should be recording all those people behind you that are all here to see me. And then he grabs <laughs> the phone from her and starts recording, holding the phone up high, recording the audience, telling her how stupid she is, calling her the C word. I mean, mm. just kind of, you know, it's like I understand somebody's got a, a, a camera in front of you and they're filming you, but, like, to behave that way as a man towards a lady... It was. You, you also know. need to remember that uh, that somebody is in front of you with a camera, <laughs> and well, and apparently he, somebody he, else he, he with another camera that. that filmed this. You know. Yeah, yeah. So there's a guy off to the right, or gal, or somebody filming this. You know, episode going down between these two, 
And then he holds the phone up, and he's holding it away from her, and she's like, just give me my phone back. Give me my phone. That's my phone, you know? And at this point, she's got a valid point. The security guard's just standing there. For sure. Kind of just kind of hedging her away. It's like, dude, you have her property. Hand her her phone back. Well, she reaches to grab her phone. She doesn't reach to hit him. She goes for her phone, and this dude, man, shoves her away, pushes her away, then puts his hand in her face and shoves her basically almost to the ground. And then just dresses her down, you know, calling her a stupid, you know, C word and all this. And it was, dude, it was so disrespectful. I mean, like, and then he sits there and continues as they're pushing her away, the security guard, and he gets on her phone and continues doing whatever he was doing on her phone. And, and that's where the video ends, you know, if somebody recorded him do that. So I don't know if he deleted the video that she had. I'm sure he probably did or whatever happened after that. But what I did hear this afternoon that he was not on his show this morning that cox oh. media kept him off the air this morning I, i'm not sure that's 100 percent true but that's what i heard looking on twitter bubba hadn't talked about this at all i was watching his show this morning he didn't comment on it whatsoever so dude i don't know this is uh kind of interesting yeah, this it may is grow a, some this legs is, uh, yeah this is uh, it sounds like it could i don't think this is you know, I don't know if that whole Alex Stein Bubba deal that we've talked about a month a month ago or so on the on the show, you know, they they become friends again. It's worked oh, yeah. itself out. I don't know uh, if that, that was, was an just... angle to or what to kind of help promote Alex Stein with this boxing deal that he he effed up. Uh, you just know, add some, just, <laughs> just add some heat to the mix. Yeah, before he threw the yeah, it's just wrestling move yeah. stuff. Absolutely. I mean, it's what they do. But this seems to be a real deal deal. But I fully expect uh, Bubba to have some kind of a comment about it. I can tell you this though, Chad. I know you're I know that you are completely Bubba Army. I'm Bubba Army by default and I'm Bubba Army because I choose to be as well. I enjoy, I enjoy Bubba and uh it's been fun getting to know getting to know more about them and digging in and going down the rabbit hole learning a lot more. But I can tell you one thing that I do know about Bubba the Love Sponge. He wouldn't do that to a woman ever. No, absolutely ever. not. Absolutely it, not. It's something that he would not do. So it, it, I find it to be extremely low of this dude, Mike, whatever yeah, his Mike name, Calta. Calta you it's know, just, uh, his whole whatever, demeanor man. around that. Even if you said, "Oh, my arm went that way," no, dude. The things you were saying to this lady before, no, he forcefully, lady, he forcefully moved yeah, that arm. Yes, he did really <laughs> hard. He, he's a big dude. She weighs maybe one hundred ten pounds, you know. And he's like, he's a yeah. three, four hundred pound dude. I don't know. He's big, yeah, big old boy. Yeah, and, and you know, he's a big New Yorker guy. He plays this tough guy act, dude. And here he is doing this to a lady, just a bully man. And yeah, he's, uh, it's just, it's just a shame, like. Trust me, there's things you could say about Bubba that's like, oh, he shouldn't have done this. Shouldn't. But dude, that's, oh, there's plenty. <laughs> that knows. is that is awful though, man. There's just that no is excuse awful. for what he did and how he was just yeah. so dismissive of her. And get out of here, you know, you stupid, you know, yeah. whatever. So it was just terrible, man. So I I'll be shocked if he keeps his job there. And yep. I'll be even more shocked. Hey, it'd be crazy. Bubba comes flying back in on the back end. <laughs> they come begging Bubba to come back to save the station. Because, dude, his ratings were twice as high as what Couch has been able to maintain since he's been there after Bubba left. So, I mean, like, why wouldn't you bring Bubba back? He's been pretty clean as a whistle for the last yeah, I mean, know, he's running five, a good, clean years. operation right now. He's doing yeah. great. Yeah, why, why wouldn't you bring him on? But, you know, and Bubba might look at them and go, you know what? You keep it, boys. Screw good you. Luck drowning. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. He, 
he'd probably take it back because he could keep money doing talks, what he's doing. Money talks, he got, you know. He owns I mean, his I'm own sure. content. He can continue to do everything yep. he's doing. And then, by the way, just put me on that station too, and give me yep. four hundred thousand, you know, and let's keep rolling, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well i gotta feel bubba's coming back strong there's no doubt about it his social media presence is is definitely uh gaining traction his youtube the videos they're putting out you know everything is uh it's it's been fun it's been fun to be on the shock jock ride if if you will but it you know (laughs) it's interesting it's like our little soap opera here on tig's bits there's that little segment of the show where uh where we talk about the soap this whole show has basically been a soap opera about <laughs> everything ESPN. I don't know how it turned into this, but hey, this is the state of the world in 2023, ladies and gentlemen. This is where we're at. Okay, welcome. We've got to the days of our lives. <laughs> that's it. That is it. And that I think that's probably going to be the name of this show. And that's what happens as you're going. Days of our lives. That is the name of this show. And I've already got the thumbnail in mind. Boom. I love it. Doom. I love it. But look, we before we get into any more of the show, we need to thank our sponsors, Chad. Boil Absolutely. Boss. Bayou47.com. Yep. Man, those guys are yep. making engravings, wood engravings like this Tig's Bits that I have over here. They can do anything. Uh, just they're getting started there, and uh, and yeah, I'm, I got to get I'm, some Troy I'm stuff. A made big supporting. Oh yeah, guys. we're gonna get. Yeah, yeah we're sure. absolutely gonna get some of that done. And look, if you're listening to this on the podcast, don't uh, don't forget to follow the page. Leave us a review. It helps the algorithm to get this in front of more people. If you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe, like it like the video, and then hit that notification button so that you get notified anytime we drop a new podcast, which is every week we're dropping you a new podcast. So uh, do those things. Of course, you can uh, you can go to tigsbits.com as well for all of the latest the show's growing and we want to we want to keep that show growing you know we want to keep this thing moving along but anyhow uh last week unfortunately wait you before you get to, into that before okay. you get into that so also since our good buddy jr the handler's not here you also can go to jrthehandler.com you yes. want to pick up some jr yes, the yes, handler yes. swag go to his website he's got some really cool shirts with his you know, face and the handler on there, dude. I've, I've got oh, yeah. one. I wear it all the time. And so he's got some other stuff on there, too, that you can check out. But, yeah, go to jrthehandler.com. Check that out, man. Pick up something from our buddy over there. He's got some nice shirts just stacked up waiting to mail out to you. I mean, what what better name than oh, jr so the handler? What I mean, it's so dude. fantastic. It, it's, it's awesome. I still can't believe that you were able to bring him on as a guest and then he's just he's just never left and it's awesome <laughs> he might have, come on in hang out i don't want him while. to leave I, no, hey, don't misunderstand i i don't want him to leave it's just like well just come on in here man let's have us a visit and you can stay a while if you'd like in fact why don't you let's just do this permanently and now here we are <laughs> so you know we there'll be some weeks where 
you're not able to join in like last week. There may be a week where I'm not able to join in and you boys do a show, but whatever, we got to keep the train rolling. <laughs> Even if it's mindless, endless, and wasteful time like this last three minutes has been for you out there listening. But that's why we decided to pack this more into the middle towards the end of the show this week. You know, not at the beginning. I didn't want to lose you in the beginning. And if you made it this far into the podcast, and God bless you. You're a great, great supporter of the show, and we appreciate you. And go ahead and share this thing. Share it with your friends. Send it to somebody in a text. Look, if you're somewhere out, you really are a fan of this show, and I know that we have some of you out there. Oh, for sure we then do. Take their phone, go to YouTube, find Tig's Bits Podcast. You just type that in in the little search thing, Tig's Bits Podcast. It's going to pop right up. Subscribe to the channel. We're trying to get to a 1,000 subscribers over there. We're moving there quickly, but we can get there quicker, and we need your help with that. So anyhow, I digress Chad, I'm done. I'm done with the spill. I want to. I want to come back. Come back to the show, and uh, I got to get your take. I know that you couldn't be a part of it with us last week, and we yeah. hate that you weren't because it was a. It was a good discussion. I know that you have some thoughts, but we talked about, of course, UFOs, that congressional hearing, all of that. I know you watched the show. Do you have any thoughts or any takeaways? Anything you want to add to that? That uh, the handler and I did not. Come Cover. man you know so here's the thing like my whole uh my whole life like when it comes to ufos right as a kid like you know it was like oh you know everybody was scared and all this different things i also went to the time where we thought you know they told us on a certain date in like 1982 the world was going to end and i remember <laughs> we had a giant pecan tree and i went out there and chained myself to it and i was like <laughs> This world may end, but this pecan tree ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and it was a certain time, like 10, 20 a.m. And, you know, about 10, 30, although like, nothing happened yet. I ain't going to chain from this thing. So, so, you know, I've always been a little bit like, hey, I'm not going to sit here and call people crazy. You know, I don't know what's going to happen next. Like this, Hey, this whole world's crazy. We're sitting here having a conversation, like, just like, you, yeah, this is wild just to begin with. Every day you wake up, it's kind of crazy, you know, that we're all doing this, you know? So to think that there's somebody else somewhere else out there in that giant universe, like, I, dude, that's never, like, crossed my mind as crazy thought. Like, that is, like, no, makes no. more sense than not, you know? It really so, does. So it's it's it's, but it is interesting to see that you know the government is actually starting to have some transparency here, and they're having these hearings, yeah. and they're and they're talking about these things. But you know, they're all like, "Oh my God, everybody's going to go into a panic." No, we're not. We all know this. You know, what I mean, like we, <laughs> yeah, there's something going on out there. I mean, somewhere. I mean, it's it's not yeah, just it's us. Like, uh, no, it's like Jr. said. Uh, you know, if you go to some civilization that's that's not that doesn't have the internet doesn't have technology tv anything you know they're just some tribe in the middle of the rainforest or something <laughs> yeah. like that you know yeah. yeah and you tell them hey ufos and aliens are real they're gonna be like yeah no shit of course they are <laughs> you know what I mean? like yeah you oh, idiot duh. you know hey, uh, y'all been trying to explain this for years we've know the truth go look at the mayan ruins for god's sakes you know i mean come on yeah you know i saw this thing the other day and i want to watch it i have not seen this documentary but this guy his name's james fox and he did this documentary called moment of contact and he went down to brazil and there was a story about this ufo that crashed 
and they took and they were actually there was some sort of an uh, alien life form that was taken in like and so many witnesses were around this the people that drove them in the car the people at the hospital the people i mean and the government shut everybody down threatened everybody if you talk about it you're like your life is going to be awful like it's not one or two people telling this story it is so right, many right, people right. that came yes. in contact i think with i know exactly what you're talking about and i, I haven't seen I've, it yet I but i saw it. it yeah i saw it on that um that 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 podcast concrete which is a really good podcast right too, oh yeah, this yeah. Guy out. i love what that guy does i love the guest he has on um yeah he, and he had james fox on there for three hours dude they sit there and talk this guy's not the nut you know with the crazy hair like this dude is really <laughs> he doesn't smart. have the aluminum foil and all that stuff and, he yeah he is yeah. he isn't nuts no he dude nuts. And he, he definitely lays so, it out in a yeah so much time and energy on this project and the amount of evidence you know is it was it relates mm-hmm. to so many different people reporting the exact same thing seeing the exact same thing describing everything the same like it's it's pretty overwhelming like you it's, you can't get that many people to conspire on that so <laughs> no so yeah man dude like it's like for me like i know there's something i'll tell you i had an experience when i was in high school or actually just out of high school um we were myself a buddy of mine named Marty Campbell. Marty listens to the show all the time. And I know Eric a Marty Ryan. Campbell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Crazy. Yep. Different yep. one, I guarantee. Oh, a different one? Yeah. But Marty comments on the show sometimes, too. So, oh, uh, that one? Okay. Well, I know yeah, two yeah, of yeah. them, then. Yeah. So, Marty, I mean, Marty, I like. I grew up with Marty. I mean, Marty's one of those dudes that was, like, so weird as a kid. I was, like, this idiot. You know what I mean? I was just a 16, 15, 16-year-old idiot. And he's rebuilding engines, playing the drums, and doing, you know, he's like he's like a grown man at 16. And I'm just like, how do you know how to do all this stuff? You know what I mean? Like, so, but anyway, one night we're, we're in his truck, and he's done dressed me up, I mean, tip to tail in some cowboy stuff. There's this, <laughs> like, out in the middle of the woods, there's this barn and they do like it's just like you know it's just a big country western night and uh i was like we're going i got i think i got my uh holstein boots on cowboy hat i mean we're heading out to you know hey we're gonna try to find some ladies out here tonight you know yeah but you got to go through the woods to get there i mean ain't no street lights ain't nothing you're out in the middle like blue springs alabama somewhere i mean (laughs) in the middle of nowhere we're driving that truck dude the night is early it's not like we were messed up or anything like that we're sober as we could be and uh dude we're driving and suddenly i see these three orbs i'll just describe them and it it was a little bit overcast which kind of sucks you know because it took away from the clarity of what i was trying to see but these three orbs were kind of in front of us just kind of just moving you know what i mean but i didn't think that much about it right i just like i don't know what i'm seeing up there but, dude, and then I just keep watching them, and, dude, they're just getting kind of more, like, quicker and more powerful. And there's three of them. They're kind of almost like a dance pattern, like, as I'm driving down this country road. And I'm like, that's really strange. And I was like, there's, like, an airport. There's no airport. We're in the middle of nowhere. No, yeah. that's not what it is. And, dude, then, I, like, it really kind of feels, it just feels more aggressive. I don't know if that makes sense or not. Like, I was like, this is kind of getting aggressive, and it's kind of on us, and there's nothing else out here but us. We're nowhere near this place that we're trying to get to. Well, dude, I kind of get a little scared, and I remember Marty or Eric or one of them's like, "Punch it!" And we, dude, he's got a Chevrolet truck, a new Chevrolet truck, and and dude, I freak out. Dude, I stomped the gas pedal, and I swear to God, this happened. I stomped the gas pedal. That truck went nowhere, just set still. I mean, we're we're doing probably Jeez. forty-five. No engine, 
malfunction i mean no engine function whatsoever above what we were doing it was like no 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 I'm, you're holding right here at the speed and dude these things just kept going kept dancing kept dancing and i finally got to a road like a dirt road and i snatched a right took a right i mean i ran from this thing like this was not the pathway to where we were going because i was like <laughs> i don't know what's happening here but i do not want to engage with whatever it's doing because it was all getting closer getting more aggressive and dude we took a right we kept going down the road it disappeared i mean that was it i mean it's like whatever that could have been x y or z but dude i was the one driving that truck i was the one that stomped that gas pedal to the floor and we went nowhere you know what i mean good and lord was, that is that would scare I mean, the fire out of me too goodness hey, gracious Ma marty can hey, I, I, I bet he comments on this show he he was there and then, like oh I said, yeah all right marty Marty, leave a comment on this. This dude could weld. I mean, he could build anything at 16, 17 years old. You know what I mean? He's just wow. a Wow. You know? So, anyway, man, that's that's my so, one yeah. major deal that really kind of freaked me out. That, I mean, I was kind of shook the rest of the night, you know? Well, I you know? guess freaking so. I'm kind of shook here. I wasn't hearing quite two-stepping like I should be. I was missing a step <laughs> or two the rest of the night. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean, in that time when the, the truck would not – accelerate you could have been abducted there's no telling what could happen and maybe time stood still that's the thing that hey you know i believe that's kind of the my takeaway from last week and listening back to it because i have to edit it and listen to all that listening back to the show i'm like damn okay my whole takeaway on this is i'm hearing myself now talk is i absolutely believe in aliens i believe there's extraterrestrial life and I believe that we're not alone, and it's being obvious uh, to me that that there's some kind of message that we're supposed to be receiving, or it has been received. Who knows? That's the thing. We're not in the we're not we're not big wigs that are gonna know what the hell's happening with all of all of this stuff. So, no, uh, not at all, man. Like we're we we probably got a calculator. You know what I mean? Like, we've got a calculator, and they've got this advanced AI computer. Like, if you want to talk about, you know, like, ability to even understand and think. You know, what can a calculator do? It can't yeah. process any of that. We can't either. Like, it's just like, well, I don't understand how. No, dude, they're so far. Like, why don't we see them on radar more often? What Because, dude, they're, like, they're, there's no telling how far they make it to us. They're that much further advanced than us. And it's like, and obviously oh, yeah. they're not trying to attack us. You know, they're just checking us no, out. Look at these no, idiots. No. You know, it's like, it's us watching a, yep. like an ant mound in our yard, you know, like, huh, look at these ants <laughs> over here. Look at the, look, look, look at the worker ant. You know, they're kind of cool. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. this, you know, like, that's neat. They build stuff. <laughs> look, they're building these skyscrapers. Look at these people building stuff. I mean, we, we're not going to go off on another tangent no, and go back into a whole nother show it. on it. But yeah, I wanted to hear your take thank you for sharing that story with us that would have absolutely fit in perfect last week on that show uh, and that i thought about insane. it just like that is whatever insane. man i don't care what anybody thinks i was there marty was there right. Eric brian was there we were all there and we know what happened yeah. that night now eric's the only person that accused me of not punching the gas and it's like dude i'm the scaredest dude on earth if something gets weird i'm running and that's what i was trying to do was run <laughs> and i could not run and i did not like it you know <laughs> so, sorry eric you know you saw the same thing i saw and i was not happy about it so <laughs> yeah well i'm sure uh everybody be on the lookout uh in the comments on tigs bits podcast facebook instagram twitter i mean x 
and uh, all of those all those places and our website, of course, at tigsbits.com. But look, one last thing before we sign off here, uh, Chad, I, this is this is fresh. It just came out. I, I believe it came out maybe today or yesterday, but I, but I watched it this evening. Uh, it's not a little over an hour. It's the Johnny Manziel documentary on Netflix. Oh, I've not even seen that. I cannot <laughs> wait to I didn't watch need, I did, that. I didn't oh. have to say any more, did I? Oh, <laughs> I mean, man. And I'm going to tell you, it is what you think it would be. It is <laughs> what you would think it would be. So it's man. on Netflix? It's great. It's on Netflix. Oh, yep. I will be in there watching that tonight. I'm um, going to watch it again. <laughs> I yeah, mean, it was. Uh, oh my god! You know, I kind—I mean, I was watching. I had it on the background, doing a little prep for this extremely organized show that we've just put on. Dude, and, he took uh, the country by you know, storm. You know, Johnny Football. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? It was, it was unbelievable. If it was in today's, I mean, how much money would he make on an NIL deal? Like. He could easily, I bet he would have cleared twenty million dollars in today's value in a year easily in all, with oh, everything easily. That, he, that they were trying to get him to do. And I mean, like, how much dude. would Joe Burrow have made? You, I mean, you know, I mean, you're right. You're same right. same numbers, but I mean, I don't even. I mean, Joe Burrow was was crazy, of course, and I'm partial to that, but. Going back a hundred thousand foot view, that Johnny football, nah, stuff Johnny was football madness. From a, I don't, I, yeah, it was, the, the, the madness around was madness. him was madness. That's just it, you know. And uh, hey, I do want to. I know uh, since Jr's not here tonight to close us out with Charlie Daniels, I uh, thought I might close us out tonight with a little Jerry Clower. Oh, now a lot of oh. you may or may not be familiar with Jerry Clower, but he's an old Southern guy from Mississippi. You know he claims he's from you know i believe around liberty mississippi and he grew up in an area with this family the leadbetters you know and so he's a he tells these stories about the leadbetters and they're not so much jokes but stories and collectively when you listen to them they become funnier over time because it's just you know stories about these country <laughs> folks in the middle of nowhere and crazy events happening so i'm on since it's so hot and it's you know we're in the middle of summer i mean i just step out of this while i go to step out of the studio and it, my gosh it's so hot outside still right now <laughs> yeah, it's it crazy is. so it got me to thinking about that that summer it was that summer in liberty mississippi and they all they had there was a volunteer fire department it had been a big drought and they knew if a building had caught on fire there in liberty mississippi it was going to burn to the ground and might burn the whole town down. Well, one Saturday evening, a building caught on fire. And the folks had done gathered around there, watching the building burn, screaming. Oh, the building's burning down. It's going to burn the town. <laughs> and about that time, here come Uncle Versi on his truck. Him and Aunt Pet, they had Ardell, Barnell, Raynell, Debyael, Linnell, Odell, Udell, Marcel, <laughs> Claude, Eugene, and Clovis, the whole bunch, all the kids <laughs> on the truck. Here they come flying into town, the truck fenders flopping off the thing, floppity, floppity, floppity. They thought they was coming in a little hot there. The crowd parted. Here come Uncle Versa. He drove up on the curb right into the middle of the fire. Mm. They jumped out, proceeded to take off the overall jumpers and stomping slapping aunt pet out there with her bonnet saying stomp over here stomp over there 
And the lead bedders, they stomp the fire out. The folks went crazy. Uncle Versi and the lead bedders, y'all are heroes. Y'all have saved the town. They got a hat and took up a collection. They raised $31. They took it over there to Uncle Versi. He said, Uncle Versi, what you going to do with the money? And Uncle <laughs> Versi said, well, the first thing I'm going to do is get the brakes fixed on that truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh man and there it is jerry clower i'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. bring a few more of these and i said over time when you get another <laughs> lead better go check him out if you hadn't ever jerry clower you can find him on youtube i love him dude he used to he used to make me giggle you know <laughs> oh absolutely love the lead better him and him and ray stevens oh yeah you know oh, yeah <laughs> yeah all that that's good stuff that's good stuff well look i ain't got nothing any better than that we're gonna end it there <laughs> appreciate y'all tuning in come back next week we'll see you <laughs>